This is Today in History, June the 11th. On this day in 1509, England's King Henry VIII married his first wife, Catherine of Aragon. Also on this day in 1770, Captain James Cook, commander of the British ship Endeavour, discovered the Great Barrier Reef off Australia by running onto it. In 1919, Sir Barton won the Belmont Stakes, becoming horse racing's first Triple Crown winner. On this day in 1955, in motor racing's worst disaster, more than 80 people were killed during the 24 hours of Le Mans in France when two of the cars collided and crashed into spectators. Also on this day in 1962, three prisoners at Alcatraz in San Francisco Bay staged an escape, leaving the island on a makeshift raft. They were never found or heard from again. In 1985, Karen Ann Quinlan, the comatose patient whose case prompted a historic right-to-die court decision, died in Morris Plains, New Jersey at age 31. Karen went into what is known as a persistent vegetative state or a coma, and the question then became, uh, after wrestling the family, the doctors had recommended they remove the respirator that was maintaining her in this uh, permanent coma, which is essentially what a persistent vegetative state is, and uh, there was no law on it at at the time. The, the blessing of litigating it from 75 to 76 is that we had at the end of that trail, the legal trail, the only man to ever serve as both governor and chief justice, that is Richard J. Hughes, who wrote a decision that was translated into 64 different languages all across the world. And in 1993, the U.S. Supreme Court unanimously ruled that people who commit hate crimes motivated by bigotry may be sentenced to extra punishment. The court also ruled religious groups had a constitutional right to sacrifice animals in worship services. In 2001, Timothy McVeigh, 33, was executed by injection at the federal prison in Terre Haute, Indiana for the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing that killed 168 people. The deaths of the 168 people who died in the April 1995 Oklahoma City bombing were violent, unexpected, and mourned by millions. Today, the man who killed those people died on schedule by lethal injection, and no member of his family was in attendance. Timothy McVeigh was 33 years old and defiant to the end. And on this day in 1949, Hank Williams Sr. makes his grand old Opry debut. Great feeling to say howdy to that famous Montgomery, Alabama singing personality, Hank Williams. On this day in 1949, Hank Williams grabbed the microphone for his Grand Ole Opry debut, shocking a live audience at Ryman Auditorium. The audience loved the show so much that they called Hank Williams Sr. out for six encores, and the crowd was told not to call him out for more in order to allow the rest of the show to go on. He was only 25 years old when he was invited to appear for the first time on the Grand Ole Opry. This performance led to regular appearances over the next three years, but then the Opry fired Williams in July of 1952 due to his heavy drinking. Two months later, Hank Williams died of alcohol-induced heart failure at the age of 29. But on June 11, 1949, Hank Williams Sr. makes his Grand Ole Opry debut on this day in history. 